I am a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. Welcome to my spirit diaries. Hello and welcome to the spirit diaries. <laughs> do you think that's how we should do every intro from now on? Every single episode. Yeah, you know, I think one of the reasons why I'm still a closeted medium is because so many people really think I should be this like mystical person. And then when they meet me and I'm like, Hey, uh, I'm normal and I'm kind of like a beach person. They're like a little bit confused. You're not in like a long flowy robe with like astrological symbols all over it. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing. Anyways, welcome to the Spirit Diaries. If you are new, this is not normal. We are approaching the end of the season and my least favorite time of the year, Halloween. And I I hate this time of year because the spirit activity just perks up and we do record these episodes the day before they release. So you are getting these stories immediately. We don't pre-record these in advance, even though we should, but I kind of like staying up to date with you. That way, if you guys reach out, I sort of know exactly where we're at in the story, but I really didn't want to record this week, I was actually going to call out sick on the podcast and tell you all there wasn't going to be one just because we've had a lot of activity. And if you guys follow the Spirit Diaries Twitter, you know I was tweeting like crazy when activity was happening because I was totally, completely overwhelmed and scared. And I just really, really, really hate Halloween time and as we slowly get through September and October it's just the absolute worst the for veil me. thins <laughs> it does the veil does thin and I I have a really hard time this is the time of year I really wish I wasn't a medium um, the stranger things start to come out and play and uh, I just I really freaking hate it yeah I get it well I guess let's talk about some spookies. So luckily, (laughs) I will update you guys on the activity that happened in our house uh, in the timeline when we get back to that point. A lot of poltergeist activity happening here, which is why I'm not super thrilled. I'm sort of delaying talking about your childhood home and poltergeist activity because oddly enough, there was a lot of similarities happening here as to what we've been talking about. And we do record from our home. So I I was a little hesitant to continue to wrap up this story. So regardless, here we are at night recording this. So <laughs> I hope you all enjoy this. So I'm here with Robert, who's telling the story of his haunted childhood home and we are almost towards the end to find out you know what is going on and where are we in the current so let's uh let's fill us fill us in 
Robert? Sounds good. <laughs> so I, I know when we last left off, we were talking about the cigar smoke and oh, how yes. that was traveling around the house and it was almost intelligently yeah, moving. Yeah, it was transient. Right. So around that same time, I was hanging out with friends a lot and just getting out of the house and just not trying to be in the home as much as possible. Just, I was kind of over it, just annoyed with it and trying to do my own thing. Yeah, avoid as, a, as much as possible. Right. So this one actually happened when my brother and sister were in the house one night with my father as well. And it was one night when my brother had strep and me and my brother shared a room. Aww. So he had strep and I was going to be hanging out with friends the next day. So I really did not want to get sick overnight. And I was pretty insistent on not being anywhere around him. Yes. So I ended up sleeping on the couch in our living room. Okay. <laughs> and where the couch is on our living room wall, it basically, if you were to see through the walls while sitting on the couch, you would see my bedroom. Right. So it's in the direct line of the activity that we've noticed is happening in right. your house. Right. So the couch was in direct line if you could see through the walls, to my bed where I slept. The same orientation and everything. Right. So that night, I told my dad, I'm like, hey, I'm sleeping on the couch. I don't want to get sick. Um, I'm staying completely away from him just so that there's no chance I'm getting any of this. And I... gave you quarantining before yeah. <laughs> it was... Before it was cool. Common. <laughs> I was going to say before it was cool, but that just felt really I distasteful. I guess so. I guess so. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I quarantined myself because I didn't want to strap yeah, and yeah, I didn't yeah. want to be able to not hang out with friends. So, yeah, this was back in the day. And basically, I slept on the couch that night alone. There was nobody else out there. And I remember at about 3 in the morning, I remember because my dad's special stereo setup had a clock on it uh, so you could see the bright green neon green led light that shone yeah good old witching hour <laughs> yeah it was around three so i don't know a little bit before a little bit after i woke up and i kind of rolled over because i was facing the wall in like the back of the couch mm -hmm. and i rolled over and kind of looked up and the room was dark but i can remember a really dark shadow it was a really tall, dark shadow, very like slim, was standing next to the couch by my head and it was kind of hunched over to where its head was above me when I looked straight up in the air. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. no. And you could make out like the head shape and then the shoulder shape. And then from there, it just was like a solid mass that went down to the ground. Oh my gosh. And I just remember looking up at it and just going... No. <laughs> and I just rolled back over. I pulled the blanket over my head and I was like, I'm not doing with this. I'm going back to sleep. Not tonight. <laughs> yeah. And I woke up the next morning and nothing had happened. Nothing was there. And it was basically like just loomed over me. I'm yeah. not sure what happened, but it was insanely creepy in the moment. But I didn't want to run back to the room and go to bed because then I would have probably woken up sick and I didn't want to breathe in yeah. that air. That's crazy. And, you know, that's very, that description, you know, is so 
common for like a shadow person type entity. Right. Uh, that's the tall, slim, dark, featureless, looming almost. Yeah, and I I know a lot of people say that like shadow figures are almost like more so curious than harmful, and then a lot of people have theories that they're not actually technically like spirits, but more like interdimensional beans right which is creepy i don't even know how i personally feel about that i don't think i'm open to all theories i mean obviously i don't know anything that's fact but that's really creepy what do you think like what was your vibe in the moment in the moment i thought it was super creepy that there was something dark like standing over me yeah but at the same time i feel like i was kind of like so dead to the surprises that happened like it just wasn't it was just like a situation where i was just meh this happened (laughs) type of thing to where it was like i'm I'm not even afraid at this point just like i'm not dealing with you right now i'm rolling back over it's insane how you're that way because you're still that way with spirits and like i know i'm the one who sees them visually right so much more frequently than you do and still i jump out of my skin almost every time like i turn around and there's a person especially shadow people like whenever i see a shadow person i just feel skeevy like i don't even know it just feels so weird like even to this day it's so strange how all these experiences i i think i grew like accepting but i'm still cautious whereas you just totally are oh yep there's there's another demon in the corner (laughs) like it's so strange to me how comfortable you almost are with it all yeah it doesn't really bother me anymore it's kind of one of those things where it's like i guess that look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey (sighs) well that's why they're introducing an all-new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That's happening. And then just kind of ignore it and move on. I just, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just kind of one of those things where I've dealt with it for so long, just when I was a kid, that it doesn't affect me anymore. I get that. And I'm excited to start investigating with you because I feel like you and I haven't really investigated much aside from the few videos we have right. on our YouTube channel, Spear Diaries. So I'm, I'm excited to go into some of these things with you because I've done a lot of house investigations and house cleansings and house readings and mediumship readings without you. Uh, you haven't come to a majority of them just right. because I felt that was like not professional to bring <laughs> along my significant other or friend. Um, but I just... I don't know. I'm curious to see how it is because you're so calming in these moments. Even, you know, when we split up at uh, Fort Loudon, I started getting a little 
freaked out and you were just chilling. I was the whole walking time. through the buildings. You're just walking <laughs> through it all, you know, moseying through. I'm like, there's a person, there's a person, there's a person. Like it's just it's so funny how different we are. Yeah, I think I was jumping into those buildings that you didn't want to go into going where they're at. <laughs> I know, I know. It will be fun. And for those of you who do want to see us do more investigations, we're definitely planning them. Obviously it's time consuming and super expensive to be able to go go to these locations and of course when I do house readings I don't charge people because I I just feel dirty <laughs> when I do that I I mean us having grown up in such haunted situations it really makes me feel bad I, I feel I don't ever want to feel like I'm preying on someone in need uh, that that just doesn't make me feel okay right so I never you know, well, there, how can you charge something for somebody who needs help? So I, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to plan some stuff. Obviously I'm not involved in the plans because I can't know really where we're going or anything about the places. Luckily I, I avoid paranormal stuff. So you're really right. lucky yeah. with planning stuff. Cause I have no idea what anything is. I have a couple places that I'm in contact with. So we can expect that in the future. <laughs> I'm so nervous. You'll find out when we pull up. Oh, God. You know, oh, well, stay tuned because hopefully with season four, we're almost at the end of season three. Hopefully that's something to come. So continue on with your story. Sorry to interrupt. I just, I, it's so interesting how much you've grown over these few years as you're telling this story. I think it's fascinating how different people psychologically like will react to the paranormal because I feel like not a lot of people go numb to it. I think that's like a very small percentage of people who do that. Right. And I think I have my own thing going on to where I'm able to kind of protect myself. So you do have your like energy powers, whatever mental that's thing as well. <laughs> just like I, I view it as a spirit can't do to me anything that a person can't do to me. So hmm. Basically, you have the same... It's kind of like zombie movies. I always hated those as a kid because it's like, congratulations, you have the superpower of a normal human. You can bite people. Like, <laughs> you go through a day-to-day -day basis trying not to get bitten by people. It's not that hard. We learned that in kindergarten. So that's just kind of one of those things that <laughs> just bothers me. It's so illogical. But I just kind of view it the same way. And I kind of think of any spirit as just another person yeah. and I'm going to react the same way as if person busted in the room. Hmm. See, but I, I, I like what you mean there, but also if a person busted in a room, I, I think I would react the same way. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably react worse. I guess I do. I react better to spirits then. Yeah, that's true. So spirits are less scary than other crazy humans who may potentially just happen upon you in life that's now a new terrifying thought that i have to think about <laughs> yeah and th that's how i kind of always think about it like they're less scary than people so oh man shower thoughts yeah <laughs> so to continue on at this point in the timeline i have moved into my dorm for college Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm officially graduated from high school and out of the house. 
Uh, unfortunately for my little brother, that means that the room is now his and he's all alone. <laughs> I know. That day was actually really sad. I felt so bad for him that he would have to fend by himself in that house. Yeah. Luckily, whenever he was there, my sister and dad were also there because he's eight years younger than me. So he was super young at the time when I left for college. And... He's always had someone in the house. He was never alone in the entire house like I was. Mm. So with him being home, he started kind of seeing more things happening in his room now. Yeah. And he, while it wasn't at the full extent that I feel like I went through, he was still having some things happen to him that he was really wigged out by. Yeah, and your brother's a little bit more closed off to the paranormal in terms of he didn't allow himself to hear noises, and he, I think he kind of prepared himself for to ignore it all by always listening to music or sleeping with the TV on to sort, sort of have that noise to really like be able to turn his cheek to some of the stuff that he may have experienced. I agree. And I know he didn't want to experience it. And I do think that's a part of it is a lot of it's your psychology. If you close yourself off to it, you're not going to experience as much. I agree. Which I feel like came with the me just kind of brushing things off. Yeah. They started happening less and less and I was able to kind of block it out more. Right. And obviously all of this is an asterisk. I'm not saying, you know, if you're being in a horrible situation and you're just like, oh, I don't believe in this. It all right. goes away. But I mean, to the most part, for for generalized, non-severe cases. You know? Right. Right. For just little things here and there. Yeah. So he started experiencing weird things kind of here and there. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. One, we actually thought my dad had done to mess with him, but at this point in time, my dad wasn't home and my brother had the door locked, so no one could get in. He was actually in the bathroom taking a shower, Uh and when he got out of the shower in the mirror was the fingerprint word written, help. Yeah, so like somebody wrote in the steam on the mirror. Right. And you could see like, he took a picture of it and sent it to me a while ago. I don't know if I still have it, but it basically had just the letters there. And what was weird was every letter looked like it was written by like a different person or like in a different font type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I seen the picture and it was weird. It really, truly looked like they brought four different people into the bathroom, each to write a letter. And then what was even weirder is the E in help was backwards. Backwards, yeah. But all the other letters were normal. Yeah. And this had to have happened while he was in the shower because it wasn't one of those things to where, you know, if you like rub your finger. Do it the night before. Yeah, it'll just kind of like be less fogged in that spot. This was actually, you could see the water running from the letters. From where somebody did it. Right, like it was completely missing in those spots. And then the like trickles of water were dripping from the letters i remember him sending us that picture and asking like what do you guys think and we actually called your dad 
privately right. and said, between us, did you do this to screw with him? Because he's really scared. Yeah. And I think at that point, your dad didn't even talk to him and he didn't realize what had happened. Mm-hmm. And your dad thought we were pranking him yeah. by claiming like, oh, something had happened in the house. Right. And he thought we were messing with him only to find out he came home this was a huge ordeal. Nobody knows how that happened or how that got there. And what was even weirder is right after that happened, he looked down on his chest and noticed he had scratch marks across his chest. Right. Yeah. And the scratch marks have happened a couple times for him. Yeah. But is he the only one who's been who's gotten scratched? I think so. I've never been scratched in my house. No, I haven't been scratched there either. And I don't know that my brother, I mean, sorry, my dad had ever been scratched. I think it's just been my brother. And it was always in really weird spots and like really teeny scratches, Mm -hmm. like in like groups of three, like he always had like the teeny and they'd always be like an inch or two long, like a very small area. It's weird. It's almost like... um... Like a little bit bigger than a cat scratch. Yeah, I, I would have assumed it was a cat paw or something because the something. nails were pretty close together. Like the, the yeah, scratch lines yeah. were pretty close together. They were together. a little weird. They were too close together for human fingers. So I knew he wasn't like scratching himself. And right. he always has really short fingernails. So. And he doesn't, they, you guys don't have a cat and he didn't have any friends at the time with cats. To even where he would might be at a friend's house, pick up a cat, you know, there was nothing like that. So that was, that was pretty scary. Yeah, it it was pretty weird and my dad wasn't sure what to do about it and I kind of just told my brother just try to be safe I don't know I didn't know what I don't know what to tell him in that aspect because that hadn't really happened to me yeah we had him cleanse his room and cleanse the bathroom right and I mean that's the best that's the best you can do unfortunately yeah not exactly sure what was going on with that because our house is kind of a revolving door of sorts so i don't know if whatever got him is still there or left or and your bathroom's always been weird i'm pretty sure i've told stories about the little boy seen in your bathroom when i very first came to your house Mm -hmm. and it it's a weird place your house is a very weird place i agree and that brings me back to the whole like I think that there is a portal, at least... Without a doubt. <laughs> at least two to three in my house in various locations. And I bring that up, too, because my brother also sent me a photo of his bedroom ceiling around the ceiling fan. And there's actually a whole bunch of handprints and it looks like someone touched the ceiling with their hand fully and then slid their hand down so we talked about this in the episode vortex of hands right and to this day i told you all we would get an update Mm -hmm. he has since scrubbed his ceiling several times since you initially noticed the handprints years and years and years ago right and to this day i have a photo and if you guys go over to our youtube channel and watch i will pop a photo up of their room and the handprints you can actually see them in this photo they are still appearing on the ceiling, around the ceiling fan in the vortex, and they're huge. Yeah, and he's washed it down with 
soap, water, uh, cleansing water, water yeah, yes. like cleanse water. He's he's kind of gone through the whole shebang of wiping these down, and they'll be completely gone because he sent me pictures afterwards, and the ceiling's clean. Right, because we've made sure, make sure this is completely clean. Double checked. We've been there when it was completely clean, right? And they always come back, and it's scary. Yeah. And he did, he kind of gave up on it because he doesn't know what to do at this point because they just keep coming back. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for this episode of Spirit Diaries. And stay tuned and come back for the next episode because it's the season finale. And we've got some fun stories for you and a little bit of chipper stuff as well as a conclusion to this entire haunting story of this part until we continue with my storyline and I will share some other weird, creepy, psychic stuff that I've gotten in your house and we'll move on from there. So join us next time and thank you all so much for listening to the Spirit Diaries. Thank you.